Hi, friend. You are listening to Boldly Created Podcast. Join your favorite duo as they bring on guests from all walks of life and allow you to feel like you are sitting with your besties chatting about life, Jesus, and navigating your 20s. Check in weekly for new episodes and laughs. Now, grab your favorite drink and sit back and enjoy the show. You guys, welcome back to season five of a Boldly Created Podcast. We are so excited to be back with you guys this week. And we have two amazing ladies on this week. And their names are Corinne and Anna. They are adorable. They are best friends. And it is evident and it shows. And the relationship is so sweet. It was such a good conversation and just reminded us that community is so essential and so important um, to be able to do life. All right, so today for our segment, we are going to do a friendship quiz. So I'm going to ask Lily some questions and see how well she knows me. Let's do it. I'm ready. (laughs) All right, what's my favorite color? Oh, dear. Pink. Okay. What's my birthday? 523.99. What's my favorite animal? A dog? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What's my favorite TV show? Oh, my gosh. You say all of them are your favorite, but I would say One Tree Hill. Yes, ma'am. Okay. (laughs) What's my dream trip? That's Montana in a cabin with your Colorado with a, in a cabin with your dad. Yeah, <laughs> skiing. <laughs> what is what's my favorite food? The meal from oh, I always get it confused with the other one, but it's the Australian one, and it's the the Australian. It's one? not Longhorn, but the one where everybody's from Australia. What? <laughs> the other steakhouse. Australia. How? That's the theme of the place. Like Outback? Outback Steakhouse, yes. How is that? What? I'll show you later. But anyway, it's (laughs) Outback Steakhouse and it's the meal where there's like grilled chicken, asparagus, potato, baked potato. How do you remember that? That's because you told me the story like four times. It's just so good. With a Diet Coke. With a Diet Coke. (laughs) (laughs) What is my favorite ice cream? Cotton candy. And then last but not least, do I prefer Starbucks or Dunkin'? Dunkin'. Yep. 100%. <laughs> a plus. Uh-oh, I'm a little scared. Okay, my turn. What arm is my tattoo on? I want to say right. It is my right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, What iPhone do I have? Er, 14 Pro. What? <laughs> <laughs> the 14, like, Pro Max? What's your answer? The 14 Pro Max. Like yes, it? I have the 14 Pro Max. <laughs> you said like Pro and that was it and that's a different phone. Um, what vegetable am I allergic to? Like Brussels sprouts? Squash? You've never talked about this. Eggplant. You've actually never told me that. Really? No, because I know what Jared's allergic to is carrots. He's allergic to so much stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, You've never told me you were allergic to eggplant. Really? Well, why oh would gosh. we? We've never talked about eggplant. I know. Eggplant is gross, honestly. <laughs> anyway. Have I ever been stung by a bee? No. No, I haven't. Yeah. You're so disappointed. I can't hear you. What size shoe do I wear? Oh, come on. Eight? Nine. Eight and a half. <laughs> right oh, in the middle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I know, because your feet are smaller than mine. <laughs> I can't. I knew Is they were a- smaller because I could never share your shoes with you. I know. You're asking hard questions, dude. Ear, do I have my cartilage mm. piercings on? Left. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently she knows me better than I know her. Yeah, so it's fine. Where's my trophy? Yeah. 
Well, without further ado, here is Anna and Corinne on Community. Okay, you guys, we are so excited for these guests, and I cannot wait to just dive in with them. But today we have Corinne and Anna, and they are really good friends. And if you are in the Western area, you might see them at Hillside because <laughs> they live right there. They are locals. They are natives to Hillside. So we're so excited to have you guys, and we would love for you guys to introduce yourselves. Um, I'm Corinne. Um, I'm a senior here at Western, um, and I'm graduating this Saturday. Yay! Um, I'm majoring in English, and um, I work at Hillside as a barista, and I also live at the house right next to Hillside, um, and I'm a part of the campus ministry RUF up here. Um, and then after I graduate, I am going into ministry, college ministry with RUF. So yes. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I'm Anna. <laughs> I am a film and television production major. Um, I'm graduating in December. And um, yeah, thankful, happy I have like one more semester. Yeah. Yes. Um, I also work at Hillside. I also live in the Boathouse. <laughs> I'm also a part of RUF. And yeah, I just, I'm happy to be here. So, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So before we get into the topic, I want to ask you guys the question. We ask all our first time guests, what would you tell your BC self, your before Christ self? First of all, I like how it's BC. That's what that would mean. Um, what I would tell my like pre like Jesus self, or it's kind of, it's kind of hard for me to conceptualize it a little bit. Cause like I became a Christian when I was like 12 years old. So wow. it's kind of hard to put myself in like my like child mindset or like mm -hmm. I think to myself, like what would like 12 year old me like want to hear, I guess. Yeah. But I think like what prevented me from like accepting Christ before that point was I just really didn't believe that, um, that Christ's love applied to me. Like I just like, I just didn't believe it. Or like, I really, really doubted it. It was never like doubting his existence. It was always like doubting if his love was enough for me as well. So what I would tell my younger self would is I would tell her, I'd be like, it really is all true. Like Jesus really does love you. And like, you don't have to be perfect. Um, that's what I would tell my younger self. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's I love it. That's sweet, Anna. <laughs> um, I think um, I grew up in like a Christian home and, um, you know, like my parents are very devout Christians, um, but I don't know if I, I don't think I fully accepted Christ and all um, who he said he was and really truly believed in him and accepted him in my heart till my sophomore year of college. But um, I really struggled in like high school Um I had like a lot of family stuff going on and I had an older sibling struggle with addiction and it just was, just was hard. Um, and I spent a lot of time being angry at God and like mm. feeling really forgotten. Um, so I think like, um, what I would tell kind of like my before Christ self was that, um, you know, he's faithful and he loves me and he wants to deliver and protect and comfort me through just all the hardship. And also that, you know, I'm a new creation in Christ. I wish I could go back and tell my 16 year old self that just I'm a new creation in him and he's wiped my slate clean. So I love that. Good. Yeah. Wow. Those are good. <laughs> those are really good. Thanks guys. <laughs> the Lord. Yes. Right. So, 
our topic for today is community and a little backstory mm-hmm. of how we got to this moment was yeah. I never have met them until today. So that's funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I literally said in her introduction that they are always at Hillside, live at Hillside, yes. live at Hillside, <laughs> and Hillside is a coffee shop on our campus. Mm-hmm. And I'm there a lot with my friends and just people in my church, and I see them there a lot, but I've never actually had a conversation with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as we were trying to figure out this season and just everything that relationships encompass, we were like, okay, we love our bridge people. We love bridge. Y'all know that. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to kind of get out of that bubble for a minute and figure out how we can bring others in. Yeah. And y'all too were people that we thought of just because we see y'all Aww. all the time. Like, <laughs> a lot of the community is always like around you too. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel like you guys are always there. Um, and then, like, someone that comes to mind that we all know is Malik. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Malik. I love Malik. Like, I kind of see, when I see him with y'all, I'm like, yeah, like, they're really involved Aww. in their community. Yeah. So, like, I just really am excited for this episode and to get to know y'all's heart. And even on the drive over here, that was so much fun just getting to see, yeah, like, was so fun. how many, we have a lot of connections with yeah. Charlotte. Um, That's crazy. Small yeah. world. <laughs> and just, like, people that you know, like, with film and stuff. So, yeah, like, yeah. I just think I'm really excited for this and I'm just excited to see how the Lord's going to use it. Yeah, but to start us off, how did you guys get involved in your community that you're involved in now? Um, I can go first. Um, well, like my freshman year of college, um, um, when I started here at Western, I had older siblings that came here and they all did RUF. And so I was like, I'll just try RUF. Um, and so I got involved with RUF my freshman year up here and, you know, made lots of good friends, found lots of good people. And then COVID hit and then I had to go home and it was really sad. But then when I came back, um, my sophomore year, fall of 2020, um, I started going to Hillside all the time. Cause I was like, where else am I going to go? Like every building on campus is closed and like RUF has changed so much. And like, we can't really do anything yeah. together anymore. And then all of a sudden, like everybody in, um, RUF started to come to Hillside and everybody in CO started to come to Hillside and a lot of other Christian communities just kind of came together at Hillside and it was just such a great gathering spot. And so I feel, um, just very connected with, um, RUF and CO and just, um, various other Christian communities. And so, yeah, that's how I got involved. It just, I find community and, you know, I found, I have lots of friends in bridge, which I did not know. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and at Webster and, um, campus outreach and then RUF. And so, um, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Uh, I, love yeah. that. I got to Western um, in the fall of 2020. So, yeah, kind of, I was like doing the whole like ministry, like rush kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like going to everything, all these things. And yeah, like Hillside, I don't even remember the first time. Oh, I do remember the first time I went. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, memories. But anyway, <laughs> I, I went to Hillside and then. Like the second time I went to Hillside, I met Corinne there. And then Mm. I just kept on going to Hillside, right? And then the more and more I got involved in RUF, which I didn't really get super involved in RUF until like the spring semester of my freshman year was really when I started like committing and like going all the time. Um, Yeah, like the community just kind of grew and, or like, I don't know, just got like a firmer foundation, I guess. So Yeah, I found that community because I knew when I went into college, I knew that I like needed to find like a Christian community, like in fast, you know, because I feel like I had like Christian friends in high school, but I went to a public high school and I felt like, 
Well, I, I did, I was, I was really involved like all the time in like church kind of related stuff and had Christian friends at school, but I just knew that like, I had to prioritize that in college as well. Mm -hmm. So like my first, like my freshman year was just like a mad rush to like try to find that community. And, um, just like a lot of upperclassmen specifically, like just like came around me and just loved on me really well, I guess. And I just never, I never felt like I was like a freshman, I guess. I just felt like, I didn't feel like there was like a hierarchy. You know what I mean? Like I just immediately felt like, okay, like I'm like, it's, it's good. It's awesome. And like, I just loved, I loved RUF too, because I loved like the preaching and stuff. And like, I grew up in like a PCA church and it was like something like comfortable for me and something that I was um, comfortable with. And, but it also like grew and challenged me, I guess. So it was all, I actually resisted RUF at first because my parents <laughs> wanted me to go to RUF. <laughs> That's uh, funny. And I was like, I, I, you know, want to try other things. So <laughs> I was like, I'm not married to- And like, then she met me. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, the Lord was, the Lord was going to have it his way. So yeah, yeah I got awesome. with the program. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's funny. Um, I love how you mentioned that just like all of these different ministries were coming together at Hillside. Yeah. I think that I'd, I mean, I knew that but until you said that I was like, yeah, that's really true. Yeah. I feel like um, we all kind of tend to stay within our own ministries. Yeah. But when we're at Hillside, it's an opportunity mm -hmm. to get yeah. to know other people that yeah. are still in the same body of church, just in different yeah. components of it. Yeah. Um, so I love that. And I also love how you said a ministry rush. Because yeah. I've seen that be true <laughs> with freshmen I met this year. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm trying all these different things. Like, yeah. I have something every day of the week to try it. And you're like, yeah. you're crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, you kind of have to do that in a sense to find where your place is. Yeah. Because, like, oh, yeah. y'all found your place in RUF and we found our place in Bridge. And like, yeah. that's how it had to happen. Like, yeah. I, I couldn't imagine my college experience without bridge and i'm sure you guys couldn't imagine your mm -hmm. college experience without RUF. yeah Definitely. so i think that's just so cool that like we're all under the same god but yeah. we're all a part of different ministries yeah. like yeah. i just yeah. think that's really so i just think that's really cool, that is cool. Is yeah i agree <laughs> <laughs> um when you guys got involved in your ministries or even beforehand did you guys have any reservations before doing that like, I know you said about your parents, but I guess, was there something that was keeping you from fully getting involved of just like a fear of like, maybe not being able to fit in or a fear of not belonging or anything like that? Um, I, like my church that I grew up in, I left when I was a freshman in high school, um, became really legalistic in like mm -hmm. the last couple years. And so I don't really think I knew what the gospel was. And I thought it was really works-based and I was really defiant and like, I was like, Christians are fake. <laughs> and I was like, I'm a hypocrite and like was very plagued with this feeling of hypocrisy, um, in my life. So I think, um, I was also afraid of like being, um, like, I think my church growing up was like really judgmental for like mm -hmm. sin struggles and things like that. And, um, I was really afraid of like sharing like my sin and like being honest about it. Um, so I, that caused me to have like a lot of hesitations of like joining my, um, joining RUF when I was a freshman. Like I was just, I think really afraid of judgment and like felt so hypocritical and like, didn't realize kind of, you know, that church was supposed to play, be a place I could come and be a sinner and rest in like mm -hmm. the grace of God. Yeah. And I really found that in RUF. Cause like, 
I remember I decided to go to fall conference, um, which is like their fall retreat RUF has every fall. And, um, it's like a weekend getaway and you have small groups after every sermon. And I remember this one girl just really sharing. She's one of my close friends now. She has a baby. She's amazing. Uh, just like sharing something she was like a sin she was really struggling with. And I was like struggling with the same thing. And I just was like, what the heck? I was like, is this allowed? And I like, when I look back now, I'm like, you know, that's the whole, that was the Holy spirit working through her and in my life. And like, um, showed me like, I can be vulnerable with these people and like, you know, come as I am and like, accept the grace of God. And it's like, yeah, that was, I think that was a lot of my hesitations, but like RUF really kind of changed that mindset for me. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't, I feel like my like fears around like community were more about, um, making friends Mm -hmm. as opposed to like my own relationship with God. Like I felt like, I don't know. I was more, I don't, I don't, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I didn't really have any fears. I felt like my, like, my fear was like making friends or like my fear was like, I mean, I was a little, I was a little nervous about getting like sucked into like, like a fake gospel, Mm, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. My fears around community had less to do about like my relationship with God and more to do like with um, like a community, like accepting me, I guess. And I remember when I first went to RUF, I remember thinking to myself, like, I was like, okay, I don't know about this. Like, I just was like, I don't know. I just was like nervous. I didn't know if I would fit in. Like, I didn't know like where I would stick, I guess. And I feel like in like my ministry rush kind of situation, Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, there was like a moment where I could tell that like friendship doors were kind of being closed. And that's when I kind of really got involved with RUF. So I guess, I guess the Lord kind of like showed his hand in that and like led me exactly where I was supposed to go. But yeah, all my concerns were about making friends. Okay. So my next question is for the listeners who may be listening, who think they can kind of like take or leave community. Like Mm -hmm. they think it's nice, but they don't think like I need this, Mm -hmm. um, to like grow my relationship with the Lord. Like what is one thing that you would say is like the biggest reason as to why like community is so important to incorporate? Mm -hmm. I have an immediate (laughs) thought because (laughs) that was me in high school Mm -hmm. or like I, was like a genuine believer. I really did love the Lord. I really did think community was important, but I think, and like, I I go back and forth in my head all the time of like, what was really going on when I was in high school. Like, I just feel like my whole four years of high school, I was so like stagnant. And um, like I said, like, I think there's like a lot of causes for that. And like, I think I went to like a private school, like first through eighth grade. And then I went to public school. And I think that transition um while it was pretty like good I feel like I was in like like survival mode for a lot of the time like I felt like I just like wanted I don't know whatever (laughs) anyway (laughs) but even though I I was going through the motions of everything it was like I would go to Wednesday night church I would go to Sunday night church thing I'd go to Sunday morning service with my family I would do all those things, but like never picked up my Bible one time, never, um, you know, every retreat would like be stopping at the end and like 
be like, oh my gosh, like, like so overwhelmed, you know? Um, so even I was going through the motions, but like, I wasn't really, um, I didn't really understand like what it meant to like, actually like be in a community, I guess. And, you know, got to give myself grace. Cause like in high school, like we're, you know, we're all trying to figure that out. You know what I mean? Um, but for the person that thinks that like community might not be that important or they could take or leave it, um, the most spiritual growth I've ever done or like I've ever had in my life has been in college with the community that I have, like with the friends that I have, with the like spiritual um, leaders, I guess, or like mentors in my life. And so I would say that while it might be really, really tempting to just kind of put community on the back burner and be like, well, I go to church and I can, and I love God and whatever. I think like God, God actively is like seeking to transform every part of your life. Like he's actively wanting to do mm. that and you pursuing community and you putting yourself out there in that way and actually being like mal malleable, I guess, or whatever the word is, um, for the work that God wants to do through you mm -hmm. is one of the biggest ways you can grow. And like yeah. my senior advice in high school, like I finally got it, like in the end of high school. <laughs> I remember my senior advice was like, if the Holy Spirit tells you to do something, you should do it. Yeah. And I feel that way about community. It's like God only wants to like enrich your life and like pursuing mm -hmm. community is one of the ways that he does that. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah, yeah. listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. Anna. Um, I think like, yeah, Anna, you had great points. Um, I think kind of my thoughts are like, I was really hesitant to community because I would like a lot of times like, um, like in high school and like first year and a half of college, I was just like went through the motions of like, I uh, go to church and like, I do these Christian things and like, whatever. Um, and I have, I have a tendency to be, um, very, um, independent, like hyper independent and have this mindset of like, I don't need help because needing help is weak and like, just not wanting to be vulnerable with people. And I kind of realized just, I see throughout college, like how God worked in my heart in that way. Cause it was just really prideful of me one and two, like, um, God exists in himself as a community of three persons and, um, father, son, and, um, Holy ghost. And, um, that as like one person kind of just symbolizes, like, I think, is supposed to symbolize like how we should live within the church with one another, um, just in community with one another. And I think I realized like the difference between like the Christian community, um, I was getting involved in with RUF and like, you know, um, my non-Christian community was, you know, my non-Christian community, I could kind of like mask you know, things I struggled with and like could get away without being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And, um, but in my Christian community, um, like was a place where I really, truly for the first time ever felt like myself and was accepted for who I was, um, not just for my personality, but for all of my struggles too. And that's how a Christian community should be like is, um, just being involved in that you get to go and lay your burdens and people, you know, you carry your own burden, but you have people carrying you and, um, like, yeah, it's just like a great place to, um, 
feel not alone in your struggles and your walk in the Christian life. Um, and yeah, just to, um, be with fellow believers who like will encourage you and love you. And, um, will also just like be real with you. So my, yeah, like, I feel like, um, once I kind of like, go of my pride of not wanting to be vulnerable, like, and actually being vulnerable, um, with people in the Christian community, it drew me closer into, um, just the community and realized like, wow, people really do mean it when they say, I love you for who you are and not because of how you look or how you act. I just love you. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that point <laughs> that you made about how Jesus himself is like a community of three people. Yeah. I've never heard that. Like, I don't think I'll ever forget that. And I think that's (laughs) such a good, like way to explain it. Like, I think anytime from this point forward, I talk about community and why it's important. Like, I'm going to use that. Yeah, you should. That's good. <laughs> it's not from my own mind, but you know. <laughs> I love that. Um, so talk to me a little bit about your friendship, just between the two of you. <laughs> How did that form? What does it what look does? like? Um, well, I can tell the story speak. first, then Anna can tell the story. Because <laughs> we have completely different perspectives. So um, first time I met Anna, I literally don't remember meeting Anna at all. Like, I think I ignored her and like looked over her. And that was like my probably beginning, like September of my sophomore year, fall of 2020. Um, and um, and I can tell you that story of first meeting me or whatever. But um, the first official time that I actually remember sitting and meeting Anna, um, was at Hillside actually. And I was there hanging out with, um, one of my, um, good guy friends and Anna shows up and, um, was talking and like talking to me. And I'm pretty sure I was just like very, um, hostile towards her. (laughs) Yeah. Standoffish, (laughs) hostile. And as I am with a lot of people that I like question, (laughs) but, um, yeah. And I, I remember like, I think we talked, like I mentioned that I liked Harry Styles or something. And Anna was like, I love Harry Styles. And she was like, just this really, um, bubbly person. And she like talked a lot and like, she had this Valley girl voice. And I was like, what is up with this? I was like, we are literally in Colby, North Carolina. (laughs) I was super judgmental of Anna. And then my good friend, well, he had a, he really, really liked Anna, like had a big crush on her. And I was like, seriously. And so, um, I kind of thought, you know, it's like annoying. And like, I was like, she talks too much. And like, I was like, she is not my kind of girl. Like I, um, I don't know, Anna can describe my personality, but like, um, I just was like, yeah, I'd never be friends with this girl. But it was like, whenever I went to go hang out with him and his other roommate, he's like, please bring Anna. And I was like, okay, like I'll make friends with her and like bring her. And I remember picking her up for the first time. And I drive this tiny car, which is funny because I'm like six, two. And Anna was like this is your car and I was like what the heck is wrong with this girl and but I remember like um driving her home that night back to her dorm and like we sat and talked to my car for like three hours and I was like wow I was like I really (laughs) I really misjudged this girl and then kind of ever since then like um our friendship just kind of um started to flourish and like we became really close and I went through kind of a really hard time sex semester of my sophomore year and Anna was like 
one of the only people that like was okay mm-hmm. with my intense emotions because I'm a really intense person. And I just like, we'd go get Dairy Queen all the time and like sit in my car and talk for hours. Um, just kind of flourished. And it was definitely God's province in my life. Um, just like placing her in my life. And, oh, I remember a story I have to tell about Anna. Um, I had this former friend. She was only at Western first semester. And I remember she was like, Anna's kind of annoying. And then I remember being like, actually, like, I think I kind of want to be friends with her. And because that was like so contradictory to like my um, presumptions about her and like how I was feeling about her. And to this day, I think it was like the Holy Spirit, like, working in my heart, like changing my heart because like God knew I needed Anna as my friend. And like, we lived together and like last year, Anna basically lived at my apartment with me and we're hanging out like every day and we'd see each other every day. And yeah, Anna's one of my best friends I've ever had. And she just can, is a kindred spirit. We connect like spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, like all the levels, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So the, per- the, the first time I met, which like she doesn't remember. Don't remember. At church. And um, it's one of our, uh, Kate Anderson is on staff at RUF, right? She like, I'm like little freshman, you know, whatever. She's like, hey, like I want you guys to meet these people. And so Kate introduces us. And I just remember this like tall person with really long brown hair. And I just remember she just was like completely looking in the opposite direction. <laughs> and I just remember like, I remember she went like, and then she just like turned her head. Waved. Like, like literally like did barely even like, like didn't, you know, anyway, it was just so funny. And I just remember thinking to myself, I was like with my roommate, I think, or like someone I wasn't really friends with either. And I was like, cool. And then, yeah, I went to Hillside one day and I remember Corinne used to sit in this like rocking chair. Um, yeah. Hillside every day. Every day. And it was like her chair, you know? <laughs> Nobody um, sat in it. If I walked in and somebody <laughs> was sitting in there, I was like immediately she leave. <laughs> um, but I just remember I saw her and I don't know. I just, I just sat next to her and I, I don't know if it was because I recognized her from church or something, but I sat right down next to her and I just like was making like a little bit of conversation with her. And then, um, yeah. And so like, so back to the first time I went to Hillside, the very first time I went to Hillside, um, that guy came through the door and like went right up to me, never met him before. And, or we had met like one time briefly at like, um, at, uh, the Ridge at like a CO house. And anyway, he comes up, we're talking, whatever. So another reason why I went to Hillside was because I was like, well, he'll show up. Cause I, cause I, you know, told him I'd be there. So I meet <laughs> Ren, whatever. So then I just start, I just keep on going. I just keep on going to Hillside like every day. And so just keep on sitting next to Corinne because like, she's the only person I know. And yeah. I was and, like, so mean. I remember, I remember having like a conversation about the Enneagram and I remember they both were like, well, I feel like I'm an eight or something. And we were talking about feelings and Corinne was like, yeah, well, like I like don't talk about feelings. And I remember thinking to myself, I remember thinking to myself like, oh boy, she has no idea. Like, it was it was literally a thought in my head. I was like, so that's a challenge. <laughs> like, I was like, okay. And so, yeah, so 
Anna was so overly emotional, and I was like, I can't deal with it. Like, oh, I yeah. can't deal with it. And now yeah. I'm like, I, now I'm like, Corinne is more emotional than me, it's which true. is funny. Anyway, but um, so yeah, and then Corinne and I like started going over to Elijah and Ian's, Ian's apartment, and anyway, we became friends like that. And um, I remember one time, like, I don't know, I just, I just remember a couple of different conversations we had in those first few months of us being friends that I just remember I was like wow like that was like one of the first times like Corinne and I like kind of like connected yeah connected because we I remember one time I was like so are we gonna like talk about this guy that you like or what (laughs) and she was like and she was like what (laughs) and I was like I was like is there something there or what like I remember I was like anyway and so and then I remember I think it was like in December and like her and I had known each other for a few months and I remember telling her I was like hey like if things with him don't work out like I just want you to know that I would still like to be friends and she was like well I want to be friends too and I was like okay thank god (laughs) yeah it's cool so yeah and then just a lot of car conversations and just a lot of stuff like that and I remember one time, like we were in the car and Corinne was like, let me tell you everything about my life. And I remember, and I remember, so casual. So casual. And I remember telling her, I was like, you like don't have to like share this with me. And she was like, well, I want to, cause like I want you to like understand me. And like that really meant a lot to me, I guess. Or like mm. that was really like a turning point in our friendship, I guess. And when I came back my sophomore year, there was a part of me that was like, well, she's still going to want to be friends. And then she still wanted to be friends. <laughs> so then we just like our friendship just got deeper and deeper. And we just um, kept consistently having deeper and deeper conversations. And um, I feel like, yeah, Corinne and I just, there's like a, like emotional, um, like honesty to our friendship. I mm. think that's like really rare, I guess, or like, um, I don't know. And like, we, yeah, I don't know. She's just definitely like a kindred spirit. And, um, we have gone through like a lot of different, like difficult seasons or like mm-hmm. difficult things in both of our lives. Or, um, we like handle conflict really well with the two of us. And like, yeah. And I don't know, like Corinne is like a really, really good friend to me. And like, also, I just feel like she really, um, she really like sets a standard for me of like what like biblical, like mature friendships look like, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense for like friendships that, uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. There's just like a certain depth there that like has like really set a standard for me of like what like friendships can look like, I guess, you know, yeah. so it's great. <laughs> okay. Well, this, I don't even. <laughs> we gave you long answers. No, no sorry, it was long no, answer. Nothing to do. No, <laughs> literally, Addison and I have been sitting here just looking at each other and laughing along with you guys because the way you were describing y'all's friendship yeah. is like literally what yeah. we have, and it's, it's so That's crazy. Like, I feel like the car we, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the car conversations like three hours long, like, yeah. <laughs> all of it, and like it's funny because I feel like we're very similar because yeah. she always makes fun of me because I don't like to talk about my feelings. Yeah. And, like, no, all I, that can't. Stuff. I can't. <laughs> she literally goes, 
I love you. And like, it's such I, I can't. Like, you know what I'm well saying? <laughs> he does this. Like, <laughs> he means so much to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't look Anna in the eye sometimes when I'm telling her super emotional <laughs> things. And I'm like, I'm going to pretend you are not here right now. And I'm talking to a wall. It's just crazy because like, just like you guys probably feel like we understand mm-hmm. that like, depth that like you can't really explain and that like yeah. you don't have with every other like good friend that you have yeah. mm-hmm. so it's just really like cool to just see it from another perspective in like two <laughs> yeah. other people's lives and yeah. i just love it it's a great dynamic you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um not to make it sad but i know that you are graduating and you're graduating another semester after mm-hmm. yeah. how are you guys feeling about that like how how is that going i know that's a hard mm-hmm. thing yeah. to like come to terms with <laughs> do you want me to answer first? Yeah, answer okay. First. Um, well, I can't help but like feel really grateful that like Anna and I got to live together this year, mm-hmm. um, because like Anna's like the first one of the first roommates I've had where like I just don't get sick of them and I want to hang out with her all the time <laughs> and like um, like we have only everybody says don't live with your best friend, but I think that's a lie. Um, but we've only gotten closer. So I'm really thankful just for like this whole year of living together. But part of me is like, what am I going to do? Like probably living with a stranger next year. Like, it's just not going to be the same. Um, I know, like, I know in my heart, like Anna is a friend that I am going to have for life. Um, and I know that's a blessing and a gift from the Lord. Um, I just feel it. And so I know that our friendship will 100% continue. Um, but I am, I do feel really sad, um, just being long distance from each other. And like, um, it's just so easy to come home and like, just sit and talk about our days and like hang out. Um, and then I know like when I leave, like we're going to have to make make sure to make like an effort to be like, Hey, like let's schedule a call (laughs) and talk for like four hours (laughs) and catch up on our lives. Like just not having that day to day connection, I think is going to be hard. Um, but yeah, I do feel really sad. I, um, feel like every time I'm away from Anna, I just like miss her. Um, and who knows if we'll ever live together again. So, um, yeah, it's kind of sad to think about like, this being like a thing that's like permanent and like done that we won't get to live together anymore. Um, but it also, it's a blessing and it's been a good year, but feeling very sad as graduation approaches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I echo all of those feelings. Yeah. 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 I'm really like, I am really, really, obviously I'm so excited for Corinne to like graduate and to like do the REF internship. And so I'm really, really happy for her and all of those things. Um, But yeah, like I feel the same way. It's just kind of like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's like, you know, it gets sad, you know? So I feel like, yeah, it's just, it's sad to me. But like, I try not to, I try not to think about it too much. But yeah, it's really, really sad. Um, But it's really, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really, really sad. But it makes my heart really happy when Corinne says that she, like, sees me as a lifelong friend. Because I see her as a lifelong friend, too. And and I'm like, huh. I don't know how you don't know this already. (laughs) Okay, but, like, I I, I really like 
like, I, I really like hearing it. You know what I mean? At words of like, affirmation. Like, words of affirmation. I'm like, because I'm not going to be like, say it. But like when someone says it, when someone says it, I'm like, nah. um, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, like I wish I could tell like myself like a year ago. It's going to be so much fun living with Corinne. It's going to be so great. You need to enjoy every minute. But like going into it, I was kind of nervous. Uh-huh. Many people say, don't live with your best friend. Yeah. And so like I, I wasn't, it wasn't like I was going into it with a negative mindset, but I was going into it with a mindset of like, well, what's going on? And like, I was like, okay. Caution. Um, with caution. <laughs> well, I was trying yeah. to keep my expectations like realistic. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I wish I could go back to like my August self and be like, it's going to be so much fun. Like you need to take in every minute. Um, but I'm also, I'm also really excited because I feel like I, I like Corinne and I's friendship is, um, you know, going to change and going to look different because mm-hmm. we're not going to be like in the same place and we're not going to be living together anymore. And our mm-hmm. schedules aren't going to be the same. I mean, like that's like life, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So even though that makes me really, really sad. I also understand that like that's life. And obviously like there's other people in my life where I'm like, wow, God, like put them there for a purpose. But I feel like Corinne was such like a blessing from God for like my time in college specifically. And it's, and it's not just for college, like, you know, for like, you know, time after college, but I I guess I'm like echoing the sentiment of like, I feel so grateful, I guess, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to be excited for like what that like next like season of our friendship is going to look like Mm -hmm. and phone calls and like weekend trips and hearing about all of the side characters in her life. You know, know, like when like you're like, you know, when you're like long distance and they're like telling you about all these people in their life and then like you visit for a weekend and like you meet them and you're like, that's so-and-so. So I'm excited about all of that. Man, it's like looking in the mirror. (laughs) It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I asked that question just because, I mean, we haven't announced on here, so I'm going to let you share that Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. So, as you guys know, I think we've mentioned it before on the podcast, but we do record episodes earlier than they come out. So, today is um, May 10th, and this will probably be releasing, like... End of June. End of June. Wow. Um, So... (laughs) Today, May 10th, you know, everybody's preparing for graduation. Addison and I are graduating together on May 13th. Um, And Addison and I are about to enter into a season that you guys have just described where you're long distance. And it's kind of something that we didn't plan on. And the Lord kind of like took the wheel of the car and like drove. (laughs) As he always does. Right, right. Um, Which is always better than, but yes, we all know that the Lord's plans are better than ours. Um, So I guess this is really the first time we're talking about this on the podcast, but Addison is going back to Charlotte after graduation and I'm mm. staying in Western North Carolina for a bit. Wow. Um, so I, we had planned to both go back to Charlotte together. Um, so we're about to navigate like a really big um, change in our friendship as to like yeah. being long distance and being post-grad. And mm. Lily getting married. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> exciting. Being a wife or whatever. Um, <laughs> being a wife. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's, it's, sad and we like understand that sadness but also like it's so encouraging because like kingdom friendships 
truly never end, even like mm-hmm. when our life mm-hmm. here ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, yeah, I know. So, this made me so emo. <laughs> <laughs> In a happy way. Yes. <laughs> but I think it's just encouraging to know that there really are like such beautiful and strong friendships that exist like ours mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. with other people. Yeah. It's just so cool that like something this special is not just this relationship, but like the Lord has created that among other people. Um, so I think that's really encouraging. Yeah. My D group leader has often said to me, cause I'm struggling so hard with like leaving Kaloe mm-hmm. and just bridge in general. And every time I mention it, she <laughs> quotes Winnie the Pooh and she's like, Oh yeah. How grateful am I to leave something that I love so much? Yeah. <laughs> so like every time y'all are talking, I was just yeah. thinking of that, how yeah. corny it is, but it's so true. Yeah. yeah. I have to remind myself of that too. Cause right. like, I'm so sad. I, I literally, I finished my last exam today and mm-hmm. I was working out this morning thinking about finishing my last exam and was like crying in the middle of my workout. <laughs> And just because, like, I, like, I agree with you, Addison, like, it's just been, Colby has been such a blessing. Mm -hmm. And, like, I just have to be so thankful for, Mm -hmm. like, just having something so good here and, like, having somebody so amazing that's sad to leave, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. It's also funny coming from a city. And yeah, like knowing the, like, busyness of a city and just everything the city has to offer. And I know when I came here for the first time, I was like, there ain't no way I'm coming to Colorado. There's nothing here. <laughs> yeah. And then I come here and I'm here yeah, for an extra year. I do back victory lab lane. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to leave here. Yeah. Because it's literally my home. Like yeah. everything I've known for five years. Yeah. And so it's crazy how one little small mountain town can do that. But it's because yeah. of the people that you get yeah. to meet and the people that become your family. Yeah. And the so community. So it's just, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So with your friendship and then also the community that you guys are part of, Mm. um, what does the verse iron sharpens iron Mm. say to you? Mm. (laughs) I'll go first. Um, Well, I feel like this is something I should have like mentioned before about Anna and I's friendship is um, just the verse iron sharpens iron, like living in a community of believers or like if you are blessed enough with a close friendship, um, with a fellow believer, um, means like you are going to call each other out. Like you need to point out sin and you need to be honest with each other, um, and vulnerable with one another, with things that you struggle with. And, um, yeah, like I think iron sharpens iron, like just thinking about, um, Anna, like whenever I am like, this has happened so many times in our friendship, like, um, like if I'm doing something that like I just shouldn't be doing, um, or acting anyway, I shouldn't be acting or whatever. Um, Anna is quick to call me out in love and mm-hmm. is very gracious about it, but, um, gives me the truth and gives me honesty. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like our friendship, like we, I really value like honesty and loyalty in um, friends. And I really find that Anna, because um, we are able to be honest with each other and um, like seek truth together um, in love and pointing each other to truth. So um, that's what I think of when I think of iron sharpens iron, like, um, you know, just, yeah, we both sharpen each other in a way um, with like the firm foundation of Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> we agree. We agree. I think, I think also it's like, you know, I mean, like I've said, like, it's just, uh, God is like so sovereign in everything. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of 
a lot of areas that I might struggle with, um, Corinne doesn't struggle with, or she might offer like words of wisdom in a situation that I wouldn't have thought of. And I feel like I'm able to do that for her, like vice versa, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. So yeah, iron sharpens iron to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. And like, I don't know, this may also sound kind of weird. I don't know if it's just like the season. I don't also like, not me saying the word season, like every two seconds. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's just like the stage of life that yeah. I, that like we're in or just like Corinne and I's personalities. But I feel like, um, I feel like, uh, like we're both, we're both, we both can be like really, really intense and we both like feel things incredibly deeply. And, um, sometimes like the way that we process those things or like go about those things are like different. And so what I'm saying is, it's like Corinne has like taught me so much or like, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's like been, it's been like worth like all of the hard conversations mm -hmm. or all of those. Yeah. Does that make any yeah, sense? Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, for me, like what iron sharpens iron means to me as well is like, it's, um, I don't know, like it's all worth it, I guess. And yeah, yeah, like Corinne just has so many, she just has like strengths in all the areas that I lack. And like, I feel like God just like perfectly placed her to um, like help me in like certain areas that like I'm weak or whatever. Yeah. And I also feel like, our perspectives on a lot of things are pretty similar. So like when our perspectives aren't similar, like I remember one time, like my dad and I like got into like a fight and I remember Corinne was like, you were really rude. And I, and that, that, that sent me. Yeah, I was, so so upset. I, was like, I was like, I know she didn't just say that. Like, no. and then, I was right though. And, and, yeah, she was, she was right. But then Corinne was like, I'm sorry if that was like too honest. And I was like, it was, I, like, I cried. Like, I was like, so upset. I was, like, I was like, but you know what? Like, you're right. Like, I appreciate it. And so I feel like that's just like one small example of like, um, Kern was just like, she was like calling me out. You know what I mean? And so, um, iron sharpens iron. That's right. That's yeah. right. And I think like you mentioned, like it was worth it. It is yeah. worth it because like, I get what you're saying. The conversations when you're called lovingly calling someone out. They're not easy. They're scary. They're awkward, like, you're like, too. Like, you're so yeah. scared. Like, there's like, some times when, like, I remember I made a comment when we were out here about something, and, like, it was 10 minutes later, and she's like, wait, like, really? And, like, it was a conversation <laughs> that was, like, a little bit, like, scary, and I felt uncomfortable, and she felt uncomfortable. We also knew it was, like, leading us to be better people and more like Christ. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's hard, but yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. You worded that so much Yeah. But you got the point across. You got the point across. I was just emphasizing it. I want to end it with just a question for Corinne because you okay. said that you were starting ministry with RUF yeah. at a university. Mm -hmm. um, just talk to me a little bit about that. What does that look like? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, RUF, um, they have um, this two-year program called the, they call it the internship merely because of the pay and longevity, but it will be a full-time ministry job. Um, so the internship is um, what I'll be doing and they, RUF places you they're national. So they're also international, but wow. they, um, place you at, um, just a university or a college, um, in the United States. Um, and they do it 
they place you very well. They do it based off of personality, strengths, weaknesses, things like that. And so I got placed um, at a school called Tennessee Tech, uh, which is in Cookville, Tennessee. Um, and basically my job as an intern is um, one, I'll be um, working underneath an ordained minister. Um, so camp, the campus minister um, and um working alongside him and we'll have lots of time with him as for one-on-ones and he's my boss, but also will be like my friend, um, and my pastor and, um, my job there, um, at Tennessee tech and what all interns do for UF is to, um, minister to the students. So I will specifically, uh, focus on, um, freshman girls and, um, they call it fringe students, um, which are kind of students that, um, just a term to say students who aren't connected with the ministry yet. So, um, I'll minister to them through just like being their friends, like lots of one-on-one time, like I'll lead lots of Bible studies, um, inviting people into my home, um, things like that. So, um, just as the intern, I, um, get to hear about their lives, um, and, um, share just the gospel and the love of Christ yeah. with them just through loving them. Um, and you know, I'm thankful for the internship because, you know, um, they just expect you, you know, to know Christ and to know the gospel and be able to be a friend and be honest and relate to other girls. So I'm really excited. Um, mentor, I feel like is a strong word for what I'll be doing, but, um, uh, definitely like, um, discipling in a way. Um, and I think like I'll be doing a lot of ministry, not just, um, to the freshman girls, but to a lot of the girls in the RUF there. Um, and in the Cookville area, um, and at their church. So yeah, that's what I'll be doing. Is yeah. it a position where you're going to support raise? Yes, okay. it is. So I've already started. Awesome. <laughs> so if anybody wants to support me, let me know. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I'd love yeah. to have the link so you can put it in the description. Girl, yeah, I will. Yeah. I will. I will. Um, <laughs> I, will I, currently, I currently support raise for my internship with Bridge. Oh, wow. Um, that's so amazing. It's like, it's something that is both great but yeah. also frustrating yeah um but it's also something that just shows you the faithfulness of the lord yeah um so like i get yeah. you it's hard thanks but yeah. it's also just so cool to see the lord provide yeah um, um so i'd love to have that link so yeah yeah i'll put the, i'll send you the link yeah i'm excited i have to my whole job well i start um technically june 1st and my whole job this summer is to raise money um and i have to raise quite a bit um but um hopefully I will be fully funded by August so yeah. I can move to Cookville. Um, yeah. And just start working before school starts, but yeah, yeah. fundraising. I'm, I'm more excited. I feel very encouraged, like, um, telling people that like, this is what I'm doing. And they're like, Oh, I've done that. Or they're like, Oh, I want to support you. So it's really encouraging. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll be praying for that. And thank we're you. so glad that you guys got to come on the podcast. Yeah. Thank, thank, you so for having having us. Us. Yeah. thank you for having us. This has been so fun. It has been fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad. Stay tuned for flavor of the week. All right, y'all, it's time for Flavor of the Week. So to get us started, we're going to get started with our guests, Corinne and Anna. So Anna, what is your Flavor of the Week this week? <laughs> so I don't know if I'm doing this right, but so like a moment where the Lord drew me close, right? Mm -hmm. Right now, like wish I had something like more concrete, but I feel like, I feel like the Lord 
just like showed me his faithfulness and like how he's taking care of me when he answered a prayer that like I didn't even pray because I feel like a lot of times like we kind of see God as like a vending machine almost amazing to be reminded of you know how God wants to like provide for me and like lavish his like love and generosity Mm -hmm. upon me and it's not conditional on like how much I pray or how much I'm reading Mm -hmm. my bible or how much Mm -hmm. whatever it's been a good Mm -hmm. reminder of God's faithfulness that's awesome that's great I think (laughs) my flavor of the week um let me think well I've been really um just kind of reflecting on my time here at Western and on senior night for RUF, we were asked kind of, um, what we've learned about Jesus, um, in our time here. Um, and just the word faithful came to my mind. Um, and, um, it, that was last week. So I count it as this week because it's only Wednesday. Um, (laughs) but just like, I recalled Hebrews 13, eight, which is Jesus Christ is the same today or yesterday and today and forever. Um, and, um, it, I think that like transitioning from college into adulthood, um, has caused a lot of fears, um, in my heart and, um, just being reminded of God's, um, faithfulness and how steadfast he is in my life. Just that gentle reminder of like, Karen, like, look at your life in college and see my faithfulness to you. And no matter how wayward I was or rebellious, um, yeah, just that God has been faithful and like, um, that he's the same always. And he's going to be the same tomorrow. He's going to be the same when I move to Tennessee and he's going to be the same when I graduate college and just like how, um, good that is in my life. So I feel like God like Christ has just really drawn near to me and like my sadness and my emotions and just reminded me really of who he is and that I can just dwell securely in his faithfulness. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, it's a great really reminder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Addison? Mine is a song. It's by Elevation Worship and it's more than able. And I just think it's mm-hmm. a really good reminder of like, he's more than able to meet you where you are and help you through your circumstances, mm-hmm. good and bad. Yeah, what about you, Lily? <laughs> Mine is also a song, and it is the song Teach Me to Dance by hmm. Jervis Campbell and <laughs> Chris Renzema. I almost did that one. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if it's new, but there's an acoustic so version good. too, and the acoustic version is so, so good. good. <laughs> Love it. All right, well, that's all for Flavor of the Week. Thank you guys for joining us, Thank and you. we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>